In this bulletin, Optus reveals it grossly underestimated the number of failed emergency calls during the November outage. Cost of living top of the agenda as Labour caucus members meet. And in sport, the Socceroos finish top of their Asian Cup group. With the latest SBS News, I'm Penry Buckley. Optus has revealed thousands more people were affected by failed emergency calls during the national outage on November the 8th. Last year, Optus told a Senate inquiry and the regulator that 228 customers failed to get through to the 000 number. In a statement, the telco now says it has found an additional 2,468 customers were affected. That's more than 10 times greater than the initial number given. Optus says the extra customers who could not call 000 were discovered during a review of its processes. That review also found that for the additional affected customers, it had not complied with regulations introduced in 2019, requiring telcos to conduct welfare checks on people who tried and failed to call emergency services during network outages. Optus Interim CEO Michael Venter has issued an apology, saying the company is committed to addressing all learnings from the outage. Israel has again rejected a deal with Hamas, with authorities saying they refuse to leave the group in power in Gaza. This comes amid reports of a two-month pause in fighting, with a series of measures proposed by Israel to Hamas in exchange for a release of hostages. Government spokesman Elon Levy has also said Israel will not agree to a deal with Hamas that would leave captives remaining in the Gaza Strip. The goals of this war, as laid out by the War Cabinet after the October 7th massacre and handed down to the IDF, remain unchanged. The destruction of Hamas's governing and military capabilities in the Gaza Strip and the return of all the hostages. There will be no ceasefire that leaves the hostages in Gaza and Hamas in power. Beyond that, we have nothing to elaborate. Patients continue to pour into one of Gaza's last remaining hospitals and humanitarian organisations warn of a famine risk in the city of Khan Yunis. Medical staff say Nasser Hospital in Khan Yunis is on the brink of collapse, as Gaza health officials say the death toll has risen to at least 25,490 civilians killed since the start of the conflict. The first signs of tropical cyclone Kirili are forecast for today as North Queensland braces for impact. Winds of 120 km per hour are expected for the Whitsunday Islands and coastal areas between Townsville and St Lawrence, as the cyclone heads towards the coast. The state is facing its third natural disaster and second cyclone in a month, with Kareli now expected to make landfall as a Category 2 system on Thursday night or early on Friday morning. Queensland Fire and Emergency Services says it has already requested interstate assistance to deal with a response to the major flooding that is forecast to follow. Queensland Police Commissioner Katerina Carroll says with the long weekend coming up, it is expected a lot of people will be on the roads. She has urged residents to be ready for destructive winds and severe flash flooding. During the disaster season already, uh, we lost seven lives in such a short time frame. It was within two days of the last couple of events that we've had. So we don't want to see that again. Please stay connected. We know that already the roads, the environment is completely saturated. So the Bureau has been very clear about life-threatening flash flooding. We expect that. Please listen to authorities and make sure that we're all safe throughout this event.
Labour caucus members are preparing to hold an emergency meeting today in Canberra to discuss new cost of living relief measures for households. The meeting will also look to outline the focus of the economic agenda in 2024. These Sydney residents say there are plenty of things to consider. Last time there were some help when the kids were starting school, but this time there isn't much help around um, and probably more job opportunities. I have a degree in city planning, so I'm obviously going to say affordable housing. It's the most important thing that someone needs. It takes a long time to save up for anything. I think they should look at that, but also they should look at the fact that supermarkets and shops are really taking advantage. If the tax cuts come in, that'll be helpful, but when that gets enforced, I don't know. And in football, the Socceroos have finished top of their Asian Cup group, despite slipping to a one-all draw against Uzbekistan. Australia were already guaranteed to reach the round of 16, but needed a win or a draw at Doha's Al Janoub Stadium to finish top of Group B. Martin Boyle's penalty kick in the opening minute of first-half injury time after a dubious VAR handball call against Uzbekistan, gave Australia the lead, with the Uzbeks equalising in the 78th minute, ending a run of six clean sheets for the Socceroos. Attacker Riley McGree, who impressed in flashes but failed to score, has told Network 10 the Socceroos are starting to create the chances required to break down defences at the tournament. Naturally, I try and be kind of creative anyway, um, and I've said it in a number of interviews. I like to, you know, score more and assist more. Um, it's all well and good, kind of getting into the positions, but I need to be a little bit more clinical. And potentially, all of us out there tonight could have been more clinical, but we take the positives and we move forward. I'm Penry Buckley. This is SBS News. Hey.